Section 12 of Library of the World's Best Literature, Ancient and Modern, Volume 6. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Gemma. Library of the World's Best Literature, Ancient and Modern, Volume 6, by various authors. Section 12. A Yorkshire Landscape, from Shirley, by Charlotte Bronte. Miss Kildar, just stand still now, and look down at Nunnally Dale and Wood. They both halted on the green brow of the common. They looked down on the deep valley robed in May raiment, on varied meads, some pearled with daisies and some golden with kingcups, Today all this young verdure smiled clear in sunlight. Transparent emerald and amber gleams played over it. On Nunwood, the sole remnant of antique British forest in a region whose lowlands were once all sylvan chase, as its highlands were breast-deep heather, slept the shadow of a cloud. The distant hills were dappled, the horizon was shaded and tinted like mother-of-pearl, silvery blues, soft purples, evanescent greens, and rose shades, all melting into fleeces of white cloud, pure as osiery snow, allured the eye with a remote glimpse of heaven's foundations. The air blowing on the brow was fresh and sweet and bracing. "'Our England is a bonny island,' said Shirley, "'and Yorkshire is one of her bonniest nooks.' You are a Yorkshire girl, too. I am. Yorkshire in blood and birth. Five generations of my race sleep under the aisles of Briarfield Church. I drew my first breath in the old black hall behind us. Hereupon Caroline presented her hand, which was accordingly taken and shaken. We are compatriots, said she. Yes, agreed Shirley, with a grave nod. And that— asked Miss Kildar, pointing to the forest. That is Nunwood. It is. Were you ever there? Many a time. In the heart of it? Yes. What is it like? It is like an encampment of forest sons of Anak. The trees are huge and old. When you stand at their roots, the summits seem in another region. The trunks remain still and firm as pillars, while the boughs sway to every breeze. In the deepest calm their leaves are never quite hushed, and in a high wind a flood rushes, a sea thunders above you. Was it not one of Robin Hood's haunts? Yes, and there are mementos of him still existing. To penetrate into Nunwood, Miss Kildar, is to go far back into the dim days of old. Can you see a break in the forest about the centre? Yes, distinctly. That break is a dell, a deep hollow cup, lined with turf as green and short as the sod of this common. The very oldest of the trees, gnarled mighty oaks, crowd about the brink of this dell. In the bottom lies the ruin of a nunnery. We will go, you and I alone, Caroline, to that wood early some fine summer morning, and spend a long day there. We can take pencils and sketchbooks, and any interesting reading book we like, and of course we shall take something to eat. I have two little baskets in which Mrs. Gill, my housekeeper, might pack our provisions, and we could each carry our own. 
It would not tire you too much to walk so far. Oh, no, especially if we rested the whole day in the wood. And I know all the pleasantest spots. I know where we could get nuts in nutting time. I know where wild strawberries abound. I know certain lonely, quite untrodden glades, carpeted with strange mosses, some yellow as if gilded, some a sober gray, some gem green. I know groups of trees that ravish the eye with their perfect, picture-like effects. Rude oak, delicate birch, glossy beech, clustered in contrast, and ash trees stately as Saul, standing isolated, and superannuated wood giants clad in bright shrouds of ivy. End of section 12